we sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Good evening, happy Sunday, and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. In addition, this week, to the American Society of Interior Designers, I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your early Sunday evening with some booze and interior design conversation. My guest tonight is Miss Jennifer Ruiz, showroom manager at Fuse Minneapolis Furniture Showroom, headquartered in International Market Square. Jennifer, welcome to Drink in the Style. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to have you on board, and uh, this is the first show we've done in a couple of weeks, uh, so we're going to be a little bit rusty, but I'm sure you're going to be a great, great guest, especially since Mr. Dan Newkirk is with us again this week, our master of spirits. Dan is, of course, the man behind so much at Mercy Restaurant in Minneapolis. Mr. Newkirk, what are we drinking this evening? Uh, we're going to be drinking a special release edition of uh, Gamleyold's uh, Dill Aquavit, which we did in a few shows back where we did the uh, Dill Caparina. The Aquavit is fantastic. Refresh our listeners' memories on what exactly an Aquavit is because it's not one of your more commonly known spirits. Aquavit is the uh, Scandinavian's version of gin. Uh, made the same way, but it has certain parameters it needs to have, uh, being caraway, anise, uh, or dill. Um, and what they do with this one is they age it in wine barrels that gives it its funky color and a uh, nice smooth finish for a beautiful, bright 90% alcohol. <laughs> Which is going to make for a great program. <laughs> Aquavit, usually a clear liquor. This is, uh, this has got this, this, this kind of caramely color. You said it's, it's aged in the wine barrels, so it's absorbing. You said wine barrels or bourbon barrels? Wine barrels. Wine barrels. So it's absorbing both the color, aroma, and so on. And the oak. And the oak. All right. It's fantastic. And Very this is going to be – I know. We, we did. We already cheated and had a little primer shot as we <laughs> often do. Uh, I don't know if our listeners are aware, but we are a recorded show because I can't be trusted to be on the radio live. Uh, however, we do Facebook live stream shows when we record on a previous Tuesday. So if anyone is ever interested, you can go to the AM950 Facebook page Tuesdays from 1 till 2.30 and see the program as it's being made, including in-between segments, usually off-color commentary. Correct, Mr. Johnson, in the production booth? I think that's a good summary of it. Thank you. Thank you. See, I'm, I'm, I'm on today. I'm back in it. All right. So the drink, uh, the Aquavit that we are going to be enjoying is going to be uh, just neat. We're just going to be we're, drinking we're, this we're stuff. We're imbibing the, the spirit by itself. Some things are meant to be drunk uh, as is to enjoy the uh, complexity of what's going in our mouth. And there is enormous complexity to this. Nevertheless, we're going to make pretend or we're going to pretend that we are mixing this up just a little bit because I still want to hear our mixing music. Mr. Johnson has hit the mixing music. Begin the process of popping the cork. Pour into glass. Pour into glass. (laughs) My kind of cocktail. If anybody ever comes into habitation, I'm notorious for offering people just shots of liquor because I don't do mixing during the afternoon, but I do have lots of booze in my office that everyone can imbibe. And personal personal bartender's tip, uh, if you want to be able to remember your name at the end of the whole experience, uh, stick to an ounce. Stick to one ounce. Just got back from a trip to Milwaukee, and we do a lot of shots there, but the shot glass is only an ounce and a quarter. Where in Minneapolis, uh, usually a shot is a neat pour at two ounces. Mm-hmm. It gets a little bit hairy after a while. Two ounces is quite a bit, but an ounce every half hour, my my liver can process that with no trouble whatsoever. Moderation. Right? That's <laughs> moderation drink in the style style. <laughs> All right. We have poured this. Uh, we've got uh, our neat little shots. Brett is going to be enjoying this as well. And once again, this is the brand is Gamleyold. Gamleyold. So it's made in uh, Parallel 45 in New Richmond, Wisconsin. Okay. And uh, are you from Wisconsin originally? I'm um, Wisconsin AF. And you? <laughs> I was born in Wisconsin. Where about? Nielsville. I don't even know where that is. Uh, um, Osseo, Central Wisconsin. Oh yeah. Okay. No, nothing. <laughs> you got no no bits of trivia no, or information. It, it sounds unincorporated. It's Amish country. Ah, yeah. you don't really look good Amish. Yeah. <laughs> really good furniture. Nice. And we're going to be talking quite a bit about furniture. Don't worry as we get to it. But first, we're going to enjoy some of this uh, this uh, cocktail and this libation. One other thing, by the way, because we love doing plugs for, for podcasts in general. Dan, you were saying there is a 
great podcast out of Wisconsin focusing on Wisconsin serial killers? Well, they're actually not out of Wisconsin, but they had toured into Wisconsin. And when they come into Wisconsin, they have so much material. Um, the, it's two ladies. It's called My Favorite Murder. And the, the two women, uh, it's great. So I got to see them behind the scenes. And uh, the husband is their, one of the husbands is, is their manager. Mm-hmm. And he writes the script. And, but he, they don't want to know what the script is before it's handed to them. So, like, they're uber intelligent about crazy psycho killers, uh, which is kind of scary. But anyways, uh, they, somewhat alluring. They, they kind of go off the cuff, which is essentially what we sometimes do. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. So yeah. my favorite murder. Mm-hmm. All right, something to look up. I'm going to check that out as well. Um, so let's raise our glasses and have a little sip as we can. Brett, we'll pretend Virtually that you're drinking yes. in between. And uh, once again, as Dan will point out, when doing a shot of decent liquor, you don't want to just throw it all back. We're going to let it sit on our tongue a little bit, absorb the flavors, and enjoy the complexity, correct? So delicious. And well well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Jennifer, what do you think? I like it. I am actually not a gin drinker typically. Okay. But it has really good flavor. You can taste kind of the fruity Fruitiness of it and the oak. Yeah, and again, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to hammer too much on the gin, but that's the process in which it's made. Mm-hmm. It's a Scandinavian liqueur. Okay. A couple years back, I, I got the chance to host um, International Aquavit Week, and I had every single Aquavit producer in the world in one place, and uh, it's one of the. One of the most amazing groups of people getting together because typically uh, spirit makers, um, they're kind of in competition. Uh, but no, more similar to you two, you guys are in the same field. But, you know, when one does well, we all do well. There's no sense in uh, not being comrades. I have an expression, you know, uh, collaboration is generally more profitable than competition. Therefore, uh, you're a fool not to work together as long as it's not illegal. Fair enough? Yeah, very fair. Thank you. Incidentally, now, Jennifer, you are are doing the Whole30 program, correct? Correct. And you are breaking, you are breaking the Whole30 I to am. be on the show. Thank you. Yeah. How's I it going? Pass it. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my it's husband and I have done it before. Um, it's kind of just a good cleanse, but mm-hmm. we, yeah, you can't have alcohol. You can't have sugar. You can't have grains. So you can't have a life. Yeah. Seriously, what do you just Chew fruits, on, vegetables, on fruits meats. and yep. really, but you do get meats. At you least. do get meat, yes. That's oh yeah, something. you can get. I mean, you get nuts, you get meat. I mean, a lot of protein, but it's just a you know taking all of the processed stuff out of your diet, which is a good thing in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, the processed food is is just a curse. It's an absolute curse. That's why it's great to eat at spots like Mercy and Mill Valley Kitchen and Benedict's, where you guys take the quality of your ingredients. So Yesterday, great. I actually took part of uh, we do all you can eat king in Alaskan uh, snow crab mm-hmm. for it's like sixty five bucks, and you get a couple sides. Uh, I was with two of my East Coast buddies. And I wanted to take them out, uh, and they're much larger than me. Um, my one buddy tapped out at four and a half pounds. I did four pounds, and the biggest one of them all, I uh, did three and a half pounds, but we all wanted to die afterwards. Oh, my God. It was so much crap. I just uh, got back from Thailand, and the resort said, Monday drinking special, all you can drink for like, it was like $8 uh, overall. And I thought, you guys have no idea the bullet you just dodged <laughs> since I'm not going to be here on Monday. We, we ate past profitability. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back with Jennifer Ruiz, we're going to be talking about uh, stock. And design. Stick with us. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Tom Hartman here telling you that solar energy isn't just for environmentalists. Switching to all-energy solar is actually perfect for reducing your carbon footprint while also saving money on your monthly electric bill. The fact that solar panels cause no earth-harming emissions while it's producing energy is a bonus. Who in the world could object to that? But they can also help you save money month after month for decades. And they do it with a clean footprint. So go green and start saving money today by visiting allenergysolar.com. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. 
Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at Seward.coop. Hello, fellow AM950 listeners. This is Jaja from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. Come experience our delicious signature dishes and exciting rotation of inventive seasonal fare for my wife and chef, Carrie, and her team. Nightingale is the perfect place to gather for any occasion with our extensive wine, beer, and cocktail selection, along with our dedication to great service. We offer a full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours, and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, a one-hour conversation about art, architecture, design, and pretty much anything else aesthetic. And this is an American Society of Interior Designers episode, a chance for us to explore the ASID vision statement, Design Impacts Lives. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and my guest this evening is Miss Jennifer Rice, showroom manager at Fuse Minneapolis. Jennifer, tell me what Fuse is all about. So Fuse is a furniture showroom at International Market Square. That is the design center here in the Midwest. Uh, we sell commercial manufacturers to the residential design community. Uh, we showcase fresh, modern furnishings that's manufactured uh, with respect to the environment, which we'll be talking about. Um, we also have an art gallery where we partner with MCAD, the local art school, and we display fine art of MCAD graduates really? for sale to the design community. Yes. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that you guys were partnered with MCAT on yes. that because Habitation, of course, has an art gallery. We talked a little bit about mm-hmm. that. In fact, we just finished uh, the the launch party for our latest featured artist because we do one artist about every 90 days. But working with MCAD, so if you're a student at MCAD? Not a student. So the agreement is you have to be a graduate of MCAD. Okay. And um, it's just a way for us to kind of – show local artists, give the designers a little edge up on um, selling their product. And galleries take a large amount of profit for Mm -hmm. artists. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a philanthropic thing we're doing for the art community. Um, We take a very little profit and um, we it gives us beautiful product to showcase in our showroom and make our walls look amazing. I I imagine you guys probably do a lot of uh – Design work with the building because mm-hmm. those those I have a friend who lives in those buildings. It's just beautiful apartments, right? And I, I imagine you guys probably get a lot of business in house. We do. We actually the owner of Fuse, Christine Frisk. She is also an interior designer, and she is the current designer of the remodel of the building. The remodeling the building, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they I, do I love that every few years. Yeah, it's exposed brick everywhere, which is so sexy. It's gorgeous. They're actually taking back a lot of stuff that was built and bringing it back to its like raw industrial state. That's awesome. That is top notch. Mm-hmm. Although they did also just redo the parking lot, which is more than a little confusing yes. in a lot of ways. I think it's. Not finished. 
Okay. It was a quick winter is coming. Let's yeah. finish. <laughs> they they, kind, of, they kind of funnel you through like yes. you're a mouse chasing the cheese. You're just kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's true. But that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, Fuse is a great spot. And IMS, which, again, is geared towards designers and people in the mm-hmm. trade, it is still open to the public. It is correct. The first level kitchen and bath showrooms mm-hmm. are open to the public. But the rest of the furnishings and everything else in the building, you do need a designer to purchase. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is what the, the concept is, is really all about. And mm-hmm. they've gone back and forth a couple of times on whether it's open to the public or whether it's just designers. Right. So at this point, though, and you can partner with some great designers. And Fuse has interior designers that you can work with directly, Yes. Correct? In Unison Design is um, also is Christine's business, and that is in the back of our showroom. Okay. Which is fabulous. All right. Um, well, that's a great overview. And I love what you're doing with the MCAD Art Gallery, by the way, because, you know, we've talked so many times on the show about, you know, the importance of original art and, you know, basically the the kind of crowdsourcing of art patronage mm-hmm. is a term I have just created this very moment. That is to say people can select art that is is created by hand and by artists and it's not necessarily as expensive as a lot of people expect it. No, I think everybody thinks original art is out of their budget, mm-hmm. um, but it is not. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, it's true, absolutely true. Now, okay, another aspect. We'll take this back a quick step. The music I've chosen this week, the mamas and the papas – Jennifer, any idea why I've chosen the mamas and the papas? Um, I do not know, and I have to tell you, I've don't even really know a lot of songs of the mamas and the papas. Really, when I know they're young, from the sixties. You'd probably recognize if you heard the song. Were you, were you dreaming of you Were you dreaming of ham sandwiches on your way back from Thailand? <laughs> Mama yeah, Cass, I went there. I went there. Really, I went there. It, it, cause of death, ham sandwich. One of the lead singers. Died on the answer. You're very young. You don't know the '60s lore. <laughs> well, the she, not that I do either. I was born in the '70s, but um, but uh, uh, the Mamas and the Papas were one of the original. We call them woke bands now, but back then, you're so hip, aren't I? I'm jiggy. <laughs> I really, I, I am. I'm I'm in tune with the young people and all the verbiage they use. <laughs> Pour me more aquavit very quickly, please. <laughs> no, they were they were at the forefront of social consciousness at the at, at the time, and you know, kind of awareness and and the movement from kind of the the mass production society of the of the fifties and uh, and back into more of an organic type of a of a, of a sense. And um, I know Fuse has a tremendous focus on environmental consciousness. It's part of your core set of values. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about that. So um, at Fuse, we base everything we do on environmental consciousness. Mm -hmm. Uh, We only partner with manufacturers that share our appreciation for products that are made both honestly and sustainable. Uh, We feel that it's just as important to choose beautiful pieces for your home as it is to choose products that are made sustainably. Mm -hmm. So... um, I've got the best sustainability quote, by the way, at the end of the show. I can't wait to get through it. Well, you know, the the way the showroom was created is um, the owners, Christine and Ron, they knew about these really great commercial lines that uh, look for beauty and sustainability and the honesty in the manufacturing process. And they wanted to open up a showroom to showcase these products to the residential community where – uh, residential furniture not always is made sustainably. Mm-hmm. Um, the commercial manufacturers have a more rigorous um, rules, I guess, in their manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And um, we just wanted to show the design community that there are products out there that you can really think, um, you can learn about and just create beautiful spaces while knowing that it was made really well and made with the environment in mind. Who are some of the suppliers that you know you guys have have enjoyed working with? Who, who's doing really good work in that area? So, um, Emico, which is made on the East Coast, mm-hmm. um, 
really great product. You're probably familiar with the Navy chair, the metal kind of aluminum chair that was made in the 40s for the U.S. Army the, or the, the U.S. Navy. The story where me. they threw it out the window? Have, yeah, they have. Do you know this one? Uh, Negative. So the U.S. Navy had uh, commissioned the creation of chairs and Amoco um, yep. uh, uh, came up with the design of this insanely lightweight metal chair. You see them all over the place. Uh, interestingly, I noticed they just filled Target uh, mm-hmm. dining area with I like I don't think it's Amoco. Yes, not, there's a lot of knockoffs. So you can see – I mean they're knockoffs mm-hmm. all over the place. Yep. But they were they were these – insanely lightweight metal chairs and they had to be lightweight because it's on a vessel and the lighter everything is, the faster the ship goes and they had to be durable. So the Navy had uh, an open call for the product. The guy comes in. He brings the chair. The Navy says basically, "Okay, show us how impressive this is. He's there on the third floor of a building in New York. He opens the window. He takes the chair. He throws the chair out the window. It falls three stories, lands, remains in place, and suddenly it becomes an iconic design and an iconic reusable chair. And what's really great about that, the warranty is 150 years. I mean, and it's going to last way longer than that. It's made of 80% recycled material, and it's 100% recyclable. Is it really? I didn't know it was made of recycled. they're now making it in a plastic version, which is made of 100% recycled plastic bottles. And they really? just started in the last nine years of making this 111 plastic chair. It, they've recycled over 30,000 million bottles. That's insane. That's yeah. fantastic. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back to a bit of interior design conversation. But it's great to hear. Stick with us. Refresh your cocktail. We'll be right back. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Visit the wine bar at Cafe Latte and enjoy a unique handcrafted pizza and glass of wine. The perfect place for an intimate night or an evening with friends. Choices range from spicy Italian sausage and sweet roasted peppers to the one-of-a-kind nacho chicken pizza layered with blue corn tortilla chips. The approachable wine list offers over 30 by the glass with special emphasis on wines from Washington State. End your night with one of Cafe Latte's melt-in-your-mouth desserts, 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chushke, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. We are awake 
Hi, it's Tom Hartman. You know, Continental Diamond is special for a lot of reasons. The owners are Jimmy and Helene Pessis, a husband and wife team who had a dream to open their own store more than 30 years ago. They've built a business that is the gold standard. The readers of Minnesota Bride Magazine have named Continental Diamond the best jeweler for the last seven years. Why? Amazing, friendly, no-pressure customer service, a selection of fine diamonds and design jewelry unlike anywhere else, and the fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies are pretty great, too. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and at ContinentalDiamond.com. Welcome back to Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. on AM 950 here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and available anytime as a stream or podcast. Visit am950radio.com or drinkinthestyle.com anytime, and you can listen to past programs, current programs. I don't know. Maybe we'll figure out a way to do future programs. <laughs> Never know. Uh, we're, our guest uh, tonight is Jennifer Rice from Fuse, Minneapolis. We are talking about sustainability in furnishings. Jennifer, what is the average life cycle for a piece of furniture manufactured today? Well, I guess it depends where you're purchasing it. If you're purchasing it from <laughs> Fuse, it is 30 to 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in general, uh, the mentality of today's culture is – they see something, they want it, they don't care how it's made, they just want to purchase it, they want it in their home within a week, mm-hmm. and they want to love it for a year or so, and then they throw it away, and then they want something else. And I think that's the mentality of everybody. But what we do at Fuse is really showcase products that have long uh, longevity, furniture pieces that are going to be passed down to other generations because you're just sick of looking at it and now you want to give it to your kids because they need a piece of furniture for their apartment and it actually kind of going back to the owners ron and christine um it's how they started you know one of our manufacturers della robia made in california family-owned company um they had a sofa for 30 some years Mm -hmm. and it is now in their son's apartment um still looks the same way it did 30 years ago but it's now they've upgraded it or you know in got new and it's now. And as latest generations are becoming more experientially focused and less interested in, you know, the constant churn of material mm-hmm. goods, they're hitting you're hitting the right stride uh, yeah. with that. Delarobia is a great supplier by the way as well. They do the dual seating depth they sectionals, do. don't they? Mm-hmm. That's running through, mm-hmm. which is totally cool. We were going to put it on the uh, showroom floor at Habitation, ended up not having space for it in our original plan. Uh, is running through, but it's the coolest idea. It's you know if you're you're the one spouse is four inches taller than the other, six inches taller than the other. Usually, you can't find a piece of furniture that accommodates everyone, but one side of the of the furniture is a certain depth. Mm-hmm. The other side of the sectional is a different depth. Uh, highly recommended. And if you're one of those, I don't know, should we call them dual height couples? Taller, shorter, whatever. Um, it's so worth checking out. I'm glad to hear. I didn't know you guys were carrying that. So I would encourage anybody who's interested in stopping in and taking a look at their stuff. Yeah. And, you know, we really pride ourselves on finding manufacturers that are, you know, family-owned, um, locally sourced product, things that, you know, not everybody thinks about. Mm-hmm. But we want to nurture good business and the way things are made and keeping small Mom and pop, as you say, um, businesses in in business, mm-hmm. which is again noble and and beneficial and a great long term strategy. Mm-hmm. You just need to find the right clientele that's willing right. to look past the well. This is something that looks very similar at IKEA, and we're going to buy it there because it's a fraction of the price. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that what they're basically doing is buying pollution that they're going to basically be throwing into a into a, a landfill. I mean, in your experience, you know, what what happens to most furniture pieces at the end of its life cycle? I mean, do you have any background or stats on how that stuff is addressed? I do not. Okay. I could guess and say we, it all ends up ends up in a landfill. Mm-hmm. Um like most of everything else we do. Mm-hmm. But 
Uh, I don't have any specific stats for you. Stephen Colbert once did a great segment on uh, on um, kind of IKEA and uh, the disposability of their furniture. And uh, little people don't realize that the third largest export that the United States creates. Is trash. Garbage, yes. Yeah, which, you know, again, you talked about the upcycling, the value that we add by buying IKEA furniture and upcycling and uh, exporting it as as trash to China. We, we also no. contribute to the sanitation department after you swash, swashbuckle some of those Swedish meatballs straight through you, straight through you. You're always going back to that, aren't you? Hit it. <laughs> No, it's uh, it, it it is it is important to, uh, to to I mean, trash accumulation impacts all of us. There's no doubt about it. And you know, it, it, another aspect of of trash accumulation, I mean, kind of ties into the ASID's Design Impacts Lives platform, right? Choosing the right items are are is important. Mm-hmm. How does the does the Design Impacts Lives aspect uh, uh, kind of affect what Fuse does at IMS? Well, I think we've kind of been talking about it is just basically purchasing product that lasts longer to reduce the waste that goes into landfills. Um, mm-hmm. That's why we pride ourselves on selling well-made um, product that's going to last a long time. And where does the majority of the product that you sell come from? What countries are so, you um, I would say 70% of our products are made in the USA. 70%? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really high. The, okay. Um, the rest would be Spain and Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a couple manufacturers in Denmark, mm-hmm. um, but mostly mostly U.S. made. So I noticed the conspicuous absence of China uh, in in that. Yeah, is that as a general policy, as a rule, or or? It is not a rule. Um, I think right now we just don't have any manufacturers that we're pulling from China, mm-hmm. but not necessarily that China is a does it not. N- make good furniture because mm-hmm. um, we do have manufacturers that want to specifically our Denmark manufacturer Eilerson mm-hmm. they were they have their own factory in China mm-hmm. um, where mm-hmm. they can it's close to the raw materials that they're getting mm-hmm. so they can export and import easier having a manufacturing plant in China mm-hmm. um, so we don't have specific vendors that we're getting out of China, but we do have a few manufacturers that get some product out of China. Having spent a lot of time uh, importing uh, furniture before uh, opening the retail habitation location, um, you know, one of the things I learned about China is that they can produce pretty much anything and they will produce anything into whatever standard you necessarily require or request. The problem is that, you know, everything has a price. And uh, they will basically simply respond to what you're saying. If you say, I want a chair at this price point, they'll find a way to produce a chair at that price point. And if you are simply, as American business generally does, looking for the lowest possible price point, they will therefore produce the lowest quality item Mm -hmm. and maximize their profit for it. But if you're willing to spend more, if you're willing to say, I want sustainable furniture, as Eilerson does, and I'm familiar with them as well, um, and you're willing to pay for it, they can produce great stuff. So basically, it's like China is like the, the, the id of the international economy. It's the basis. It's the you know the the bottom foundation of whatever we want can come from there, and you have to actually want to have things that are sustainable, reusable, high quality, and be willing to pay for it. Right. And if you are, they can do it. Problem is, very few places are willing mm-hmm. to do that. Everyone is focused on price as the bottom line. And most of our manufacturers that were getting things out of China have now pulled out of China, mm-hmm. based on the current tariffs that are happening. But which is incredible and something that is impacting a huge number of suppliers. I mean, a while back when we had our first scare uh, with the potential tariffs coming in, we did a little beat the tariff sale at Habitation because we do have a number of, of Chinese suppliers. We're a little more retail focused than you guys uh, mm-hmm. necessarily are, so we have to have a certain price point. Um, and then, of course, the tariffs kind of dissipated, but now they're back and we're looking at probably about a 7 to 10 percent price increase on anything coming out of China. Uh, being passed on to the consumers. And, you know, that starts to even the playing field a little bit. It does. We've actually seen some at 24% higher. Gross. Mm-hmm. That's not making America great again. 
No, 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 it certainly isn't. But uh, don't get me upset, man. I just got back from a meditation retreat. Please don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't shatter my my focus. <laughs> um, uh, Eilerson, by the way, is 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 a company that came up with a couple of iconic designs mm-hmm. uh, overall on uh, on their, their stuff. Do you have a lot of Eilerson on your showroom? We floor? do some sofas. So what we love about Eilerson is they've been around for 150 years. Mm-hmm. They started out in the um, horse and buggy. That's still their logo. Yes, it's like it a is their buggy logo. design. It is because they were making the upholstery mm-hmm. and the wagon wheels, and mm-hmm. that kind of went away. And they were making car upholstery, and now they are making furniture, and they make beautifully made upholstery. They really, really do. And that goes back to, since you opened the can of worms, Mr. Newkirk, the concept of what true sustainability is from a business incentive. Eilerson, a company that was in an industry that literally was going extinct instead of being subsidized and and maintained uh, despite – current trends. They just retooled themselves, went into a completely new industry and then a hundred years later, they're one of the preeminent names in a completely different industry. I don't think they even do buggies anymore, do they? They do not. (laughs) Bruce Lee said it best, just be like water. Be like water. Be like water. That is true. That is true. Um, all right. What about what about the aspect of commercial interiors? This is something that Fuse does really, really well. You guys integrate commercial products oftentimes into residential design. Do you that not? That is correct. Tell me a little bit more about that. So uh, the commercial manufacturers have more rules and laws than the residential manufacturers. And they the manu- the commercial manufacturers have – a designer behind every piece of furniture they make. So everything is really well thought out. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to have a beautiful, well-made piece of furniture made commercially, selling it residentially, because most of our residential clients want something that their kids can demolish, the dogs can lay on, things are going to be torn apart, and they still want it to look beautiful when their friends come over mm-hmm. on Friday. So... We are showcasing this really great durable product that's beautifully made, um, and it's got a great uh, longevity. Which, which is again, it goes hand in glove with what we've been talking about. And the commercial requirements, most of the standards come out of California, <laughs> um, but it it ranges from uh, fabric durability, um, you know, a certain number of uh, of double rubs they call it, uh, which is you know you have a fabric, they have a machine, and in order to be commercially rated, the machine goes back and forth on the fabric, <laughs> and it has to stand up to I think it's what fifty thousand. Correct. Double rubs in order to 45, I think, is yep, the lowest mm-hmm. double rub for commercial. Yep. So uh, whereas residential furniture, if it's even tested, yeah. tends to be 10, yeah, 20, 15, 20. 10. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So speaking of fabrics, we have mm-hmm. a really great fabric line called Panaz Fabric. I don't know that. It is manufactured in uh, England. Okay. And they pride themselves on not putting any topical um, – stain repellent, anything like that on top of the fabric. So there is no off-gassing. Which is great because fabric, yeah. you know, you lay down on it and people mm-hmm. don't think about the fact that you're inhaling these fumes. Right. So everything they do is inherent in the fabric. So they put this ion that is a positive and negative ion that is stain repellent. It's water repellent and it doesn't off-gas or has any chemicals in it. That's beautiful. All right. That's worth checking out. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we are going to wrap the show up, talk a little bit more with Jennifer. Stick with us. Habitation Furnishing and Design is simply the best furniture design studio in the Twin Cities. What is a furniture design studio? It's a place where you'll find professional interior designers who are there to help you select the perfect furniture, a single sofa, or an entire home. Our designers love making spaces exceptional. When you're shopping for furniture, it makes sense to talk to a professional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park.
Hi, Matt McNeil for Rudy Luther Toyota. My first Toyota and the vehicle which made me fall in love with Toyotas was the RAV4. Now, Toyota is just teasing me as they have an all-new, fully redesigned RAV4. It's gorgeous. A distinct exterior that pops and a refined interior which has everything you want and room to move. And the big news is the RAV4 now comes in a hybrid version. Remember, every new Toyota comes with Toyota Care. Two years of free maintenance. Test drive the new RAV4 today at Rudy Luther Toyota, the southeast corner of 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug, with Ellie 2.0 Radio on Monday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. I'm an idealist working to change the world. My show, Ellie 2.0 Radio, highlights other past and present idealists and the incredible things humans can do when we work for the greater good. You remember that idea about the greater good, right? I've got a vision of a better world where everyone has a place at the table. Listen every Monday from 7 to 8 a.m. and be inspired on AM 950. Supporting the best local and independently owned restaurants in the Twin Cities has never been easier. You'll find an expansive list of local dining options at eatlocalminnesota.com. From classic American comfort food to authentic flavors from around the world. Experience cozy fireside dining at the Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul, specializing in fresh seafood, fire-roasted meats and pizzas, all cooked over an oak-burning fire, and salads and sandwiches, too. Join them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. Burger Moe's is the perfect neighborhood gathering spot before and after Excel Center events or anytime. Offering 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, more than 60 beers on tap, and happy hours twice daily. Burger Moe's is located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul with plenty of free parking and online at burgermoes.com. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. We have been speaking this evening with Jennifer Rice of Fuse, Minneapolis. Miss Rice, before I forget, how do people find out more about Fuse? You can go to our website at FuseMPLS.com. FuseMinneapolis.com. Correct. We have an Instagram, Fuse Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, we have Facebook, Twitter, or you can always come to our showroom at International Market Square. And check it out. Ask for you directly. You can sure. meet the charming and effervescent Miss Rice, who I mispronounced as Ruiz. My mistake. I apologize. Happens all the time. I can imagine. It's spelled R-U-I-S, mm-hmm. but pronounced Rice. Yeah. It makes limited sense, but I'll run with it. I'm good. Supposedly, it's Dutch. Yes. All right. Dutch. I don't. That explains everything. That explains. <laughs> I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, that's really good. That's going to be a new phrase I use. It's Dutch. It explains everything. All right. That's uh, that's great. And by the way, you guys do have an, a great Instagram uh, uh, page, which Thank we've you. checked. And uh, your, your website has some great products to take a look at. Mm-hmm. Speaking of products, by the way, let's talk a little bit more about some of the suppliers, some of the products you have on the floor. Yeah. Who have you guys got that, that people should know about? So Boyd Lighting. Okay. It is a family-owned company out of um, Colorado. Well, I should say out of San Francisco. They manufacture in Colorado. Um, it's a 98-year-old company, fourth generation. And talking about sustainability and longevity of products, quick story on that. They actually just took down some fixtures from a, a commercial building in San Francisco okay. that has been there since the 20s. Okay. They took them down only to clean the oxidation off and put LED in them and hung them back up. So, you know, when you buy really well-made, solid brass, great fixtures, you just, I mean, it lasts a lifetime. Right. I mean, it's why it's why I love Europe so much, for example, mm-hmm. where things are designed to last. You buy it, it's supposed to be bought. Right. Unlike America, where we buy something and we expect that we're going to be replacing it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And it leads to this constant churning of, of stuff. Right. 
It's historical. Another one of our manufacturers we love is Andrea World. It is a Spanish okay. manufacturer, commercial. They actually own their own forest, a beech wood forest. Okay. And so everything that they manufacture is made out of wood from their own forest and from trees that they've planted. So they are a full FSC certified company and everything they make is sustainable. Oh, that's fa- that's fabulous. <laughs> I, I love how that translates in, into my business too because I, I support a lot of uh, – we do farm to table uh, and on the cocktail side of it and on the food side of it. It's beautiful to see – Cultivating and providing your own materials, and that is sustainability. Yes, um, you know, pl- you know, dig a tree up, plant a tree. Uh, it really is that simple. If everybody did it, things would be a lot better. Absolutely. And think about it: if you own the land, if you own the forest, you are inherently. I mean, this is your property. You're going to maintain it. You're going to want to replant. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to slash and burn what's happening. So you yeah. have a vested interest. The deforestation of you know the major rainforest, the Congo. I mean, the Amazon. It's just. Yes, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. So we really pride ourselves in choosing vendors that think about the process. Mm-hmm. And Europe, you know, does the same thing at this point. But you know, they went through their own period of basically, you know, environmental terrorism. I mean, it was said in <laughs> here comes the early modern European degree uh, that cost me so very much money, and it's now useful on the radio. Um, <laughs> it was said <laughs> in one thousand the year in the year one thousand, a squirrel could 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 cross from the Atlantic Ocean into the heart of Russia without ever touching the ground. That's how dense the forests of Europe were. And by the year – that was around 500. By the year 1000, the entire continent had been so devastated that they literally – were you know unable to build enough ships to transport goods back and forth in the New World in 1500 they had to move things you know uh, part of the reason we, we we overtook the the New World was because we needed those resources so you know they they had their period of, of environmental degradation mm-hmm. and learned a lesson from it the question is are we learning any lessons from what we're doing it doesn't seem I hope like so it, I feel like the new generation is really pushing for the government um, to think more about the laws and the processes of manufacturing and is it? <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping. Anybody else that you want to? Uh, yeah, you want another to great manufacturer is Carnegie. It's a fabric and wall covering manufacturer out don't of New York, that. family-owned okay. company. Um, they make a wall covering called Zarel. It's made from 100% sugarcane, so it's 100% biodegradable. It can go right back in a landfill and biodegrade very quickly. Can you eat it? Like you, if, if desperate, well, can you just like start sucking on your sofa? It's possible. Okay. <laughs> I, well, hold on. I got to stop you. What the hell is a wall covering? Wallpaper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wall covering. Oh, my God. It's from Willy Wonka. Lickable wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> you you can eat it. Lick yeah, a raspberry. It. it tastes like a raspberry. Lick a snozberry. It, it tastes, tastes like, like a snozberry. Yes. That's good. That's a little plug on that one. So they've been making this for 35 years, actually. But they are the one and only fern or fabric manufacturer that does not use any PVC or any chemicals in any of their processes. And yeah, it's a very cool company. And this is called Carnegie? Carnegie oh, out of New York. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's worth checking in or yeah, checking out. Yeah. So we've got a lot, a lot of vendors. Check out our website mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of give a quick overview of all of our vendors and what they do and what, how they're being sustainable and how they fit our three tenants, which is beauty, honesty, and sustainability. Truly noble. Seriously, mm-hmm. if if everyone in, it, subscribed to that, the world would be a better place, and it would be a heck of a lot better, uh, more fun to do business when you do business with people who who believe in those in those things. So, hats off. Thank you. So, random, random segue. Uh, yesterday, I planted my first garden, and I never done it before. You know, Mister Green Thumb over here, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I had two gardens. I was in the first one, and I was digging away. Uh, I had a hand till it because I'm. I'm stupid. Uh, but I got the one section, and it was just ridden with ants. And I knew I was going to plant my herbs in that one. And I, I was Googling all different, like, sources. Because I know I can go get some pesticide and kill them off and, yeah, grow some really great herbs in the garden. Mm-hmm. But one of the you – know, it was um, baking soda and powdered sugar, uh, boiling hot water. 
and then pour it in and mix it, mix it going. But even like little things like that, it would have been so much more simple to go to Home Depot, grab some crazy pesticide, kill it off, and call it a day. Mm-hmm. But like I was mindful in the fact that I want to enjoy and eat these herbs. Right. Exactly. If, if, people, if people put it in relative terms of how does this affect me, mm-hmm. maybe they wouldn't be such assholes about things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, not top notch. No, it's true. And you thought about it and you hit the nail on the head too because you know what? You pour that stuff on the ground so that you can grow your herbs and then you eat, you eat the herbs. Right. You're literally poisoning yourself. Right. Exactly. So I, I can still remain that I have an organic garden. Good for you. No. Good for you. You know, I've, I've alluded a couple of times. I just got back from uh, uh, Thailand and this, and this meditation retreat thing that I did. And one of many levels of, of, of shame that I endured in that experience was everybody else who was there was European. I was the only American through there. And it's in on a mountain in a jungle uh, on an island called Koh Samoy uh, off uh, the coast of Thailand. And obviously there are a lot of bugs and mosquitoes and one of the things they tell you to bring is bug repellent. And being an American, I went to Target and I bought you know little cans of off deet you know two point five <laughs> right. uh, 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 ounces so you can get it through security and things and it comes in an aerosol and I went out and everybody else was there had their bottle of like spritz citronella which smelled great by the way and then I come out like an American with my can of off then I spray and the deet goes everywhere and literally you would have thought that I just slapped a baby the way they looked at me and I was like you know what all right you're right I deserve that shame because here I am as a typical kind of American I have to cover myself in aerosol chemicals whereas you guys are using a more natural you know and 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 I was also I might add the only one who was constantly swatting everybody else seemed to be perfectly fine with it so it's it's payoff. I mean, and and there I am placing literal chemicals on my on my body, that you know, you should know better. So did you discontinue use? Hell no. There were a lot of mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, environmentalism goes basically as far as being you know a, a blood donor to uh, to a nest of of endless vermin. But in the future, I will use spritz citronella. Because again, it smelled a lot better, and it's more natural, it and everything seemed to be worked. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Dan? Before we uh, we wrap this segment up, tell us what's happening at Mercy, and uh, and I want to throw in a plug for Benedict's. You guys, I love Benedict so much. My daughter Sophia Rich is now hostessing over there, and she says she absolutely loves it. And you know, everyone loves working there, and the crowds, by the way, are tremendous. The, the business is uh, pretty fantastic out there. Uh, kind of fun, exciting news. Um, we will be opening up a second Benedict's uh, the third week in June uh, down in Rochester. Congratulations! It's new new property in the Hilton. Um, above us will be. Oh, God, what's the steakhouse from? Uh, it's a steakhouse. It okay. eludes me at the moment, but no we will be on the ground floor. Okay, so we're, we have our second location coming up, and that's just a few weeks away. Yep, and we're, we're going to take a little bro trip and go down there and you know teach the staff and check with the lay of the land. Outstanding! Yeah. And is it going to be a similar menu and your great cocktail breakfast cocktail menu? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll be launching a new menu down there when we do that because it's more summertime appropriate. Okay. So that's fun. It's, but it's, it's all breakfast cocktails. Okay. So, have you, by the way, Jennifer, have you ever been to Benedict's in Moisetta? I Moisetta? have not. You must go. You must go. I will and quick, know. give her your favorite drink on the uh, on the Benedict's breakfast menu. Uh, hands down, the, the Irish coffee is, was my favorite, but seasonally, uh, moving away from whiskey, um, I, I do an espresso martini with Madagascar fused vanilla bean uh, into the vodka. It's it's it's. Well, you know what? We should make that next week. There it is. Let's, let's make the espresso week. martini next week. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. <laughs> and next week, by the way, we're going to have Richard Mershon and the Art Girls on to uh, launch our new gallery. Next but, week? Uh, yeah. We're going to have multiple people on next week? Yeah. That sounds fun. fun. <laughs> All right. There it is, my friends. We have drunk and talked our way through another episode. On behalf of Habitation Furnishing and Design, the ASID, Jennifer Rice of Fuse, Minneapolis, Dan Newkirk and the whole gang, I'd like to wish everyone good luck this week. And if I may quote William McDonough, sustainability takes forever. And that is the point. <laughs> Thank you for having me. La, 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 la.